0: Section 50 of A History of the Comstock Silver lode and Mines. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Jennifer Painter. A History of the Comstock Silver lode and Mines by Dan DeQuill. Thermal and Medicinal Springs Steamboat Springs the hot springs of Nevada are numbered by thousands and tens of thousands, and scores of them in all parts of the state possess more or less medicinal value. Hot springs are found from the Oregon and Idaho lines, southward to the Colorado River, and from the eastern base of the Sierras across the whole breadth of the state. No one has ever attempted to number the many warm and hot springs, and they are literally innumerable. Springs which would attract great attention in the Atlantic states and which would be worth fortunes, here pass unknown, unnamed, unhonoured and unsung. All the hot springs possess curative properties in the case of rheumatic and various skin diseases. Not one in a thousand of the springs on this side of the Sierras has been analysed, for which reason the waters of only a few are used internally. Steamboat Springs the most noted hot springs in the western part of Nevada are those known as the Steamboat Springs. They were so named by the first white men who visited them, on account of the puffing sound some of them then emitted, and because of the tall columns of steam they sent up. These springs are in Steamboat Valley, ten miles south of Reno. The Virginia and Truckee Railroad passes close alongside the springs, they are situated at the eastern base of a low range of basaltic hills and occupy the top of a flat ridge that is over a mile in length and has a north and south course. This ridge is about half a mile in width and is composed of a whitish siliceous material evidently deposited by the waters of the many springs. The temperature of the principal springs is 204 degrees which is as hot as water can be made at that altitude, 5,000 feet above the level of the sea. Some of the springs rise through circular openings from a foot to three feet in diameter and are surrounded by conical mounds of siliceous matters deposited by the waters, whereas others flow from fissures, which are evidently rents formed by earthquakes. Out of some of these fissures rush great volumes of hot gases that have a strong odour of sulphur these fissures are perfectly dry and the jets of hot air are invisible from other dry crevices issue great clouds of very hot steam steam rises in great volumes from all the boiling springs and of mornings when the air is cool and calm from sixty to eighty tall pillars of steam may be counted rising to a height of one hundred feet or more above the low bare ridge the air everywhere about the springs is strongly charged with sulphurous vapors in gases. The crevices have the same course as the great quartz veins of the country, i.e., northeast and southwest. Here is no doubt a huge metallic vein in process of formation. Indeed, various minerals are deposited by the gases, notably cinnabar. Some of the fissures may be traced from one thousand to three thousand feet and have a width of from 16 inches to 3 feet. In places where nothing is seen to issue from these fissures at the surface, indications of tremendous subterranean activity are distinctly audible. Far down in underground regions are heard thunderous surgings and lashings as of huge volumes of water dashed to and fro in vast, hollow, resounding caverns. In other places are heard fearful dry thumpings and poundings as though at some flaming forge below a band of sweating cyclops were at work at hammering out thunderbolts for old jove small springs in places send jets of hot water into the air to the height of two or three feet with a hissing and sputtering sound but for some years past none of them have thrown water to any great distance above the surface in 1860, and for a few years thereafter, two or three of the springs rivaled the geysers of Yellowstone Park, sending columns of water a yard in diameter to a height of 60 or 80 feet, once in from six to eight hours. Some springs sent columns of water from three to six inches in diameter to a still greater height. Even now the water is seen to rise and fall in some of the fissures in a threatening manner. At the springs is a fine and commodious hotel, bathing houses for vapour baths and every desirable accommodation. The springs are very beneficial to persons afflicted with rheumatic complaints, and are also useful in some cases of cutaneous diseases. End of section 50